Hey, Randy. Good to see you. Hey, Russ. Welcome back, everybody. We are going to talk about plugins. Remember that Russ and I are huge, huge WordPress advocates. And along with WordPress comes the ability to customize your WordPress site and add all kinds of functions. And these come in the forms of plugins, which I think it's reasonable to make the analogy that they're very similar to apps on your phone or your iPad or I guess your desktop. And what they are is these they're little programs that add specific functions. And I looked at WordPress.org this morning, which holds a library of screened plugins. And there's over 51,000, they claim, that you could be used on your WordPress site. And we're not going to talk about all 51,000. We're just going to talk about 40,000 of them because we don't have that much time. But Russ and I would like to talk to you about overall what a plugin is. I've given you my definition. Um, and then we'll probably mention a few of our favorites. Sound good? I like it. I like the analogy to apps on your phone because I think similar to apps on your phone, you can overload your phone with apps things that you just don't use. I know where you're going. And things that might slow down your phone or just kind of get it cluttered with apps you never touch or use and really don't add functions. So I think I just want to caution people because when you first discover plugins, it's exciting. You go, wow, I can add this and I can add that. And before you know it, you have 30 plugins on your site. And then you're wondering why your site is so slow. Especially in the beginning, because all 30 plugins or all 30 apps actually need to be turned on or at least downloaded to your computer. And it does have the potential of slowing things down. So there's always this give and take. If I want to add all these functions, how's it going to affect my performance? And frankly, the apps for WordPress aren't quite as well vetted as the ones that go on to the Apple store. There are occasionally conflicts, so they don't work as well with each other or with WordPress or your WordPress theme. So it's good to be cautious. You know, that brings up a really good point. When you're shopping or trying to figure out where to find uh, plugins, I would recommend you only get them from the WordPress.org library. And you can automatically access that from within your site, or you can just go to WordPress.org forward slash plugins. And the importance of this is, number one, you'll be able to tell whether or not this application or this plugin has been tested with your version of WordPress, which is good so that you can depend on it. But more importantly, they're going to, someone's going to vet them for security hacks. These are probably a group of plugins that are found to be safe from a security aspect. And then the last thing I want to say is once you've become an efficient plugin user, you'll want to make sure that you always keep your plugins updated because the updates are almost always security fixes. Security so that you can't get hacked because that that's a downside, right? Yeah. One disadvantage of plugins is it's an open door. It's a gateway for potential hacking. That's what I meant when that's a disadvantage of plugins. But I think that if you're diligent and you keep your plugins updated, I think you're going to be okay. The other thing that I really like about getting your plugins from that source is that they're reviewed. It's good to find five-star plugins. I agree with you. You will occasionally come across plugins which don't exactly deliver as advertised. And many times someone will leave a review that says, hey, this doesn't work like it's supposed to. The other thing it'll note on the description of the plugin is when it was last updated. Even if it's well-reviewed and it hasn't been updated for three years, mm, you might want to reconsider. Chances are somebody closed up shop. 
remember, almost all of these 51,000 are free. And, and there are hobby plugins made by programmers. Right. And while we're on that topic, when you're in your WordPress dashboard, over on the left-hand side, on that column will be a tab for plugins. And next to that tab, when you're in your dashboard overview, next to plugins will be a little red circle with a number in it. And that is the number of plugins that need to be updated or have updates available. Pretty, pretty automated. Yeah. As soon as you log into your dashboard in the back end of your WordPress website, it'll let you know how many plugins need to be updated. Click on that and then start to update them. You know, remember, it can't be that hard because Russ and I know how to do it. Yeah. If we can do it, chimpanzees can do it. So without further ado, Russ, yeah. how about suggesting three or four of your favorites? How about the one that I think automatically comes with a WordPress install is Akismet. Uh, I don't know where that name comes from. I don't know. Maybe either. it was Dr. Akismet that devised it, but Akismet is an anti-comment spam plugin and it's free for personal blogs and I think it's $5 a month for professional blog sites. It does a really good job as far as I can determine. I've got a website with 50,000, more than 50,000 visitors a month. I get multiple comments every day on that site. And I get emails from people. My email is obvious on the site. And I've never once received an email saying, hey, I've been trying to leave you a comment and it never gets through. Right. So comment spam, there are a lot of robots that automatically try to leave comments on websites. And what Akismet does is it just figures out which are bogus and which are real comments. And I, I've used Akismet for years and years and years. And I'll mention one in, in a minute uh, as an alternative. The only other thing I, I do want to say is I love the free plugins from WordPress.org. I do have a number of paid plugins. And I only use them if they're vetted and well-reviewed, multiple five stars on multiple review sites. And these are your freemium I love that word. Well, most of these are not freemium. They have no free version. These are... Oh, you just got to pay. Yeah, these are okay. these are top end. But one of them is Thrive Leads for getting email opt-ins on a site for devising landing pages. I really like Thrive Leads. And, and that comes as a paid plugin. Other than that, I recently discovered a plugin called... Let me look it up here. It's WordPress Recapture Integration. And basically... Speaking of robots, it requires there to be an actual human trying to log into the site or trying to leave comment on a site. Oh, that's, that's, the, that's the technology where you have to read and type in letters or numbers. You have choices when you set it up. There can be a little math formula, 2 plus 5 equals, and then you just type in 7 and you're good to go because the robots haven't been able to figure out how to do that yet. I've really grown to love that plugin. What about you? Well, as an alternative to Akismet, uh, I also sometimes use WP-SpamShield, and it's a WordPress anti-comment spam plugin, very similar to Akismet. Uh, it's free. Not sure if one works better than the other, so I kind of split test, but I just threw it out there as an, alter uh, as an alternative. For russandrandy.com, our website that hosts this, I've realized that there are people specifically trying to hack in somehow knowing my username. So I have a program called WordFence, which automatically keeps us free of potential hackers and blocks potential people that are trying to gain entry to our site. And then I get an email 
But I decided on top of that to also install a plugin called two-factor authentication. What that requires is that once I try to log into my site, then a text is sent to my cell phone, and that's an added password that I need to install. And, and, and most people should be familiar with that because it's available on both Android and iPhone systems. And two-factor authentication is becoming more popular or necessary in all aspects of our life. Another favorite I have is Monster Insights, which is a plugin to coordinate or link Google Analytics to your WordPress site. And for you two or 300 level WordPress users, Google Analytics used to be simpler. It's become a little bit more difficult to install. But with Monster Insights, I think it's now the most popular Google Analytics plugin to link Google Analytics to your site. Each of these plugins that we've chatted about are just our few basics that we like. But I think there are essential functions that everybody needs for a website. Oh, absolutely. Those include like backup and security and how to speed up your site. And everybody needs to opt in people to their email list. And everybody needs contact forms and comments on their site and SEO and a bunch of things. Why don't we next week review each of those categories and maybe the top two or three most popular plugins. That's a great idea. For each of those. That's a really good idea. I think we did a good job of exhausting the definition of a plugin. So we'll review those next week. Until then, download, listen, and please rate us. You can find us now on iTunes or ReachMD. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us. We sincerely hope that these sessions will help you to better connect with your patients. Our goal is to get you into the digital world and to get you found. Please leave a review of this podcast on iTunes, five stars, of course, and visit us at russandrandy.com for more how-to details. See you there. And until then, keep chilling. Keep chilling.